This is a Federal News Network podcast. Parts of the sprawling defense acquisition system are just plain difficult to operate in the midst of a global pandemic. But for the white-collar workforce that plans the Pentagon's acquisition programs and signs the paperwork to get dollars on contract, the emergency has sped up the procurement system in ways that years of policy reform never could. And as Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports, there's reason to hope that at least some of those changes will stick around for the long haul. Across the Defense Department, acquisition leaders say they're getting dollars on contract, made getting those dollars out the door to vendors faster than ever. Part of that is because of emergency authorities directly related to the health crisis. Things like the department's direction to increase progress payments to vendors and Defense Production Act contracts to buy mass quantities of masks and ventilators. But the pandemic has also forced changes in the day-to-day mechanics of how the acquisition bureaucracy operates. And leaders are asking themselves how many of those adaptations might be able to last beyond the current emergency. Dr. Bruce Jetty is the Assistant Secretary of the Army for Acquisition, Logistics, and Technology. I like to take advantage of opportunities, and uh, this is a great opportunity for me to encourage my workforce and contracting personnel and, and coordination with DCMA to get down to the important parts of what we have to get done in order to accomplish the mission. Jetty says in normal times, his service's contracting apparatus operates in ways that are more detailed than necessary. Putting the system into emergency mode has forced the workforce to get rid of some of those habits. So we have shed some of the uh, less productive aspects of some of the work that we're doing, and we're focusing in on those things, which are the critical ones, to make sure that we're doing the right thing at the right time in the right place. Federal acquisition leaders say the first week or so of telework was difficult, but it didn't take long before more than 90 percent of the workforce adapted and found ways to do their jobs without being in the office and without face-to-face contact. It's unlikely that telework participation will keep going at that level over the long term, but defense organizations have also used some of the same technology tools to change the way they plan and approve acquisition plans. Those sessions have turned out to be much easier to coordinate and schedule when done electronically, and they're more likely to persist over the long term, according to Thomas Frankfurt, the Navy Department's Assistant General Counsel for Acquisition. The Navy has uh, what we call a gate review process where we bring the requirements folks, the funding folks, the acquisition folks, the leaders within the Department of Navy to make decisions at different phases of our, our major procurements, development, procurement, production, sustainment. And to get those meetings set up has been a Herculean effort because there's so many senior individuals that attend those meetings. With the use of uh, video teleconferencing, which is the only way we can get things done now, and conference calls keeps those meetings on time and not delayed. And that's making us more efficient in our decision-making and moving these not only these large procurements along, but the smaller procurements too. And so I, I'm hoping in, in the, if we get back to normal, whatever that is, that we continue to take advantage of the, these tools and the expectation doesn't have to be that you need to be there in person. A conference call or a video teleconferencing uh, works just as well. Indeed, Navy officials think the fact that the service was able to award the contract for its new guided missile frigate several months ahead of schedule is at least partially attributable to the fact that the acquisition team was able to conduct almost all of its work in virtual settings. Cindy Shaver, the Deputy Assistant Secretary of the Navy for Procurement, says the emergency also forced contracting offices to take steps like allowing electronic submission of proposals from contractors, something they might not necessarily have done if they weren't forced to. We've uh, expanded our ability to take proposals electronically, uh, where we might have 
uh, gone old school and gotten proposals and hard copies. So I think we're pushing the envelope there and seeing how we can uh, hopefully capitalize on those uh, opportunities when we come out of COVID and end up better than we were before um, with regards to flexibility and making sure that we're staying agile to conduct those source selections during this time frame. We want to keep all of our procurements on schedule, and idealistically, we like to sell, accelerate as much as possible. Shaver says moving more of the government-industry interaction process to online venues also increases the pool of vendors who can participate in a given procurement. Some of our HCAs have reported that they've been doing virtual industry days as opposed to face-to-face industry days, and attendance has been very, very good, which, you know, means that small businesses don't have to pay to send representatives to uh, attend face-to-face, that they have no different uh, advantage or disadvantage, that they are seeing the same video at the same time like everyone else, um, and that they're not losing out by not being there personally and physically in the room and uh, perhaps allowing us to Uh, include more industry in the discussion. So I think there are some advantages and we're continuing to analyze to figure out, you know, how do we make some lemonade out of lemons in the COVID situation, figure out what are the positives that we can pull out of the situation and react appropriately, perhaps continue those practices in the future um, and become more resilient. Jetty, the Army's top acquisition official, says his service has seen similar experiences, especially for internal acquisition planning. It's been interesting that when we've had a lot more people available to us to answer questions, it was easier to get questions from an inefficient system. It's causing us to have to be much more efficient in, in how we manage our information and how we exchange it, how we share it. So all of these things are making us reflect on our methodologies of, of management. I think in the long run, it's going to actually make us uh, uh, do better at our job overall. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Check out Jared's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial.